This is a little story about how I found, extracted or adapted a prayer to the Norns from an Eddic poem. I did it for a friend of mine who's a tattoo artist and he needed this prayer to the Norns for a tattoo he was making. Um, my name is uh, Rune Janne Rasmussen, I'm a historian of religion and you can Patreon support my work with uh, trying to look at Nordic history of religions uh, as a kind of traditional animist knowledge forms. Right, uh, I often feel that there's a little bit too little interaction between scholars who work on Nordic history of religions and all those artists who are in so many different ways sort of exploring this cultural field. And I always feel there's a little bit of a shame. Uh, in my view, not so much because people are creative in ways that doesn't necessarily mirror um, exact historical standard knowledge of those cultural settings or periods that people are inspired by. I think that's generally how uh, flowing inspiration works. Uh, it's sort of invents and changes and even misunderstands you know sometimes that's where things get really get interesting actually and um, in a sense things also become better by being changed so uh, um, so it's not because so much that I'm missing precision no the shame that I feel, the reason it's a shame is that I feel that people aren't really aware of that amazing material that's out there and uh, that's what's sad about scholars and and artists not exchanging more isn't it basically that scholars know rather amazing shit and when they can get their heads you know far enough out of their arses to actually take some of the amazing stuff they know and bring it into the game and sort of let it roll and 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 live then it can i think it can really give people something uh, one amazing example was the uh, Bifrost Festival in Sweden this year, which was arranged by a couple of performers, uh, Mikael Öberg and Torgrim Steiner. And uh, this festival basically foc focused on doing this, creating inspiration between artists and, and scholars. Uh, and when such interaction happens, then immediately just go and a lot of you know, nice, uh, nice stuff happens and, and is produced also. Well, so uh, that was a little sidetrack. Here's the uh, story about the Norn prayer, <laughs> which it came along because uh, a very close and old friend of mine, Uwe Bernd, is a tattoo artist from the studio Genungagab Art, uh, and he makes this really jaw-dropping stuff. And he wrote me and said, hey man, can't you help me uh, find a prayer to the Norns? And, and I, I understand that he had trouble finding that because I was like, dude, there ain't no such thing. <laughs> Forget about it. Besides, you know, one well-known prayer in the Sigurd Rivamal, uh, you know, how much prayer-like pre-Christian material is there even? You know, of course, there's a lot of folklore and so on, but it's kind of a different thing. Um, but then I thought to myself, come on, is that really the best you can do? Like a lot of hard-working Scandinavian taxpayers' money went into financing your PhD in cultural scholarship. And, and then the only can, thing you can say is like, nah, it doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I went where I often go. Uh, 
Wikipedia, <laughs> I'll tell you a secret, scholars use Wikipedia all the time. They just don't admit it. And particularly with, with uh, Nordic history of religions, uh, Wikipedia is a really good place to go. There's some extremely competent uh, people who have been filling really good information into these Wikipedia articles on uh, pre-Christian Nordic religion. Um, so, um, yeah. Wikipedia and Nordic religion is hereby recommended. I, uh, I went through um, uh, an article uh, that kind of gave an overview on, on the Norns, uh, and I found a description of what a Norn did for a hero in an Eddic poem. How this Norn created this hero's fate. And the, the, the description was formulated in the past tense. It was in the Eddic poem, Helga Kvida Hundingsbana 1, verse 3. Uh, and, and so, at the time I was in an Old Norse reading group uh, and I just phoned up a dude whose grammar was a bit stronger than my own and uh, then we, we sort of sat together and reformulated this section of the section of the poem from being in the past tense to being in the imperative form. That is, instead of she wove the golden threads, then weave the golden threads. You can hear then it becomes a prayer. It becomes an address that asks the Norn to do her good work. So here it comes, the, the prayer that uh, Rupiant tattooed on a, on a dude's, dude's arm. Um, it goes in uh, Icelandic. Snua of Avli Orlok Thati, Greidid Gulin Simu, Ok und Manas al Midian Festid, Auster Ok Vestar Enda Felid. Tar egi lovdungar lan amili, bregd niv nera a norder vega, eini festi, ebid hun halda. Yes, that was a prayer to the Norns, adapted and extracted from the Helga Kvida Hundingsbana, Hunding, 1 verse 3. In English it goes, weave with power the golden threads and fasten them in the moon's hall, hide its ends in the east and in the west, so in the middle the hero will have his land, and Neri's kinswoman, that's a kenning referring to the Norn, Neri's kinswoman cast northwards a chain and bid it forever hold. Yes, that was just a little spot about how you can perhaps work with Eddic poetry to re reclaim it or reuse it in a in a contemporary uh, contemporary setting. If you're interested in the stuff I do here, uh, the general work with trying to understand uh, Nordic history of religions as traditional knowledge forms that can be um, uh, reclaimed for. Uh, uh, self-understanding and uh, animist uh, religiosity today, then you can follow my channel here on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can also patron support me if you like what I do. Thank you very much.